Happy hump day, everybody, and welcome back to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsworth, who are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Molitor. Happy belated birthday. What'd you do for the big day? Ah, smoke dope. Watch Dave. I hadn't seen that show yet. I, I caught a few episodes of that. I took a longer first lunch season's than I pretty thought stellar. it was going to. Yeah, it's uh, it show made me laugh. I like that guy. I'd never seen it, so I caught a few uh, episodes in the afternoon. And then worked on some golf stuff. Um, and then yeah, hung out with Calhoun for the evening. Ignored my family, and uh, we did birthday yesterday. Um, my son bought me seeds for my birthday. They uh, wife took what him shopping. Grow? What do you what do you think your dad would like? Took him took him to the grilling area. Took him to the fishing area. Took him to a few different places at the uh, the sporting goods. Or I think they they must have gone to a couple stores. He bought me a bunch of seeds for the garden. Hey, Dad, I really like corn in the cob. So here's some corn sweet corn seeds. I'm like, well, hopefully you're patient because we ain't eating this shit till August, bud. Say that like, hey, these are pumpkins. You know, these take like 128 day, you know days to to actually come to fruit. So, oh uh, yeah, he gave me a bit of a project, I guess. Otherwise, it was a good birthday. Had some good food. I mean, it's, uh, I don't like cake. Just gonna say it may be controversial. No, I actually, I actually fucking hate pie. cake. Or ice cream cake. And ice cream cake isn't cake. It's just ice cream. Yeah, Birthday not cake a, is bullshit. Yeah, honestly, not a big sweets guy at all. But I do like brownies a lot. Like a Trace Leche's cake or like an Italian yeah, so, cake maybe? Yeah, when, when it comes to making me a birthday cake, it usually is just like, hey, let's make yeah, that cookie brownies. cookie cake is not a cake, damn. It's a cookie. Yeah, it's a cookie. You don't lie to yourself, guys. So, But yeah, I'm jacked up. It's a great week. I'm heading to Chicago to hang out with some Bleacher Nation and Bettsford's co-workers tomorrow. I, honestly, I'm trying to think of how many co-workers I've actually met. Dan, Matt. Um, I mean, Reed, Reed. counts. Like, it, it's it's weird to, to be working at a company now with this we many people Austin. at it. And it's like, oh, yeah, I've met Austin for sure. Austin, Austin was a grill master when we were down in Atlanta. I did meet some of the fantasy... fantasy um, Grillmaster is yeah. a good person to have. Grillmaster was it was nice to have him down there. But yeah, it'll be nice to actually meet some of the guys going down to Wrigleyville tomorrow. If you are in the Chicago area and you hear this, shoot me a DM. I might be pre-gaming in your area. Who knows? I'm gonna I'm gonna be drinking tomorrow. That's the plan. Watch golf, drink. But yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna be betting on golf. I'm starting to add a few more pieces to the card i think my outright card is complete although there might be a spieth ad and it might be because of one and done so there's always a hidden outright i bet that i don't really tell people about and it's based on well it's it's just based it's like the fomo pick don't you do that where it's like well shit, oh, now yeah. i have to bet this so it's just based on hey we played this guy in one and done i have to bet him so I had a, a small, and it's usually a small bet just to make me feel better about it in case we were right. But so I did actually hit an outright on match play because we we did take him last week wasn't so great, but um, I may have to add a speed ticket. Anyone who watched yesterday, uh, either the golf show in the morning or with me in the afternoon evening with Drew and Cal, knows I am on Scotty, I am on Tony, yeah. I am on Hideki. And mm-hmm. I am on one other guy whose name is. Don't worry about his necky. I am a little worried, but he played so well. Um, you know, last week I think that did kind of put me over the hump on betting him 
So 50 to one was kind of an obscene number. Ooh. You could, you could get 45s all over the board. Uh, Maxi, Max Homa, 33 and change. Not I can bet him as well. So I did, uh, I did have four outrights. I might have a fifth. I do have one uh, matchup I've, I've bet so far. And this one, again, it was made me a little nervous that the best price I found was at Bookmaker, but not a huge difference in the market. I think the worst price you can find in this right now is minus 105. Zalatoris over Fitz, both maybe some guys whose total form isn't super high, but I've, I've kind of looked in the shorter short term and then started to kind of delve into how these guys played this, you know, this style of event, big majors. Obviously, anybody, you don't need stats in front of you to know that Sal has been almost the nuts at a lot of these majors. Fitzpatrick has been. He has won, uh, you know, a big event at this point. But shorter-term form, I am disgusted with Fitzpatrick's second shots here. And truthfully, he's been worse off the tee as well. And this is one of the – finally one of the events where it's just not like – Everything's about approach. Everything's about finding the green. Everything's, you know, your second shot. There's so much to being good off the tees. Alatoris better off the tee. And truthfully, like the, the putting, I'm I'm just going to say the hell with it. Like His putting numbers overall aren't that bad. It's just that everyone zooms in on the, the one time he has a three-foot putt and his putter goes like he's, you know, like he's trying to putt by attaching marionette strings to the club instead of holding it with his hands. It's wild. It's a course that everyone's bad at putting on too, right? Like his disadvantage here is not the same as it is everywhere else. And because the greens are so undulated, he should actually have, I would imagine on average, more short putts or again, those huge long putts where, you know, no one really is doing well with those. Yeah. Decent leg putter. And yeah, like Hideki, not traditionally one of the best putters. He's won here. You can win here without being a great putter. I don't expect him to win. I do expect him to finish better than Fitzy at even money, though I don't think Fitzy should be a minus-130 favorite in this one. So my favorite head-to-head, -head, I'll have some more later on. I'm going to put another one in the newsletter later on. And, yeah, I'm going to start looking at props before I get too late. i got to remember to do my Rainmakers. I am the 518th best Rainmaker player in the world, apparently. Now They have rankings. You get better get top five hundred. Come on, yeah, I got. I got to move into the top five. Cal, Cal's top one hundred. So he already. But I mean, it's just basically in like how much money have you spent on this kind of thing? Like, well, that's the one you need the NFTs, right? Yeah, you do need the to blow a bunch of cash on NFTs. So that's it's more telling of like, hey, Andy, you have a gambling problem when it comes to NFTs. So I own one hundred and ten golf nfts at this point they sometimes they'll just airdrop you a pack um based on stuff so i got one this uh this week added another eight to the collection not a big deal i have to go see how many though the worst part is like oh i have this card well this guy isn't playing you can't use it it's just worthless to you that week but sometimes in the markets if it's a guy you like he's cheaper that week you can buy him pick it up so a little bit of strategy in the markets and stuff but uh, not so much when you have a bunch of Daniel Burgers and he just never plays golf because he's injured. That's annoying. We wish you, I wish you would get better, Daniel Berger. That's my, that's my biggest takeaway from the show today. So, you know how it is. You've had, I'm sure you've had a tennis player you like, who you enjoy watching get injured and it sucks. Honestly, it's, Bibby. it's fucking Bibby. Yeah. I mean, everybody like, I don't know anyone who, follows women tennis seriously as a fan or as a better and doesn't like 
Andreescu. Like, she's so fun to watch. It does suck to see her injured. She is our Daniel Berger, except she's even better. So we won't be betting on her today. But some more action down in Charleston today? Yeah, just a couple plays in Charleston. Again, they're still playing in Bogota. Only four matches a day. Uh, I had something up for tomorrow, but nothing of those four matches I liked. Um, a couple spots in Charleston, though, and I'll start with a match that'll be about 30 minutes after we wrap up the show. It's slated to start 1230 Eastern, but you know we'll be next up after a couple of these matches wrap up. Christina Buxa uh, plays against Bernarda Pera here, and uh, you get to the first set over 9.5 at plus 110. Again, hard to find alts to this. If you have a chance, maybe 10.5 is worth a play not sure about the 12 and a half but again a match that really profiles what i'm looking for in these bets uh, the total is sitting at 21 and a half should close right about there but again the, the correlation to this first and second set still seems to be a little bit off to me i would have this at minus 15 minus 20 so plus 105 plus 110 really plus anything looks pretty good to me here expect a nice competitive first set and then two money lines i would have put together linda fruvertova minus 170 against caroline dullhide um fruvertova not in the best form, but kind of an interesting court style for her. I, I think actually her game sets up really nicely for the way these courts play. Again, really unique. This is the green clay where it's not this red, thick, heavy clay. It's a little bit lighter. There's more of a hard court under there, it looks like. And um, just really like this for her. She's minus 170 in that match. I should be able to just crush Dollhide here. I had that closer to 250. Put that together with Shelby Rogers, who's playing some nice tennis and loves these courts. Is from South Carolina. Grew up playing, I think, on these courts are very well nearby. Shelby is makes it into you know, the quarterfinals that every time she plays here. Goes up against Katie McNally, a player that she pretty much punks every time she plays. McNally, a young American who's mostly a doubles player at this point, should uh, you know kind of just get work today. Um, that line for Rogers, I'm looking at 275. I had that closer to 340. So put the two together, you get plus 115. So a first set over, and then a little parlay for you this afternoon. What was the other event going on now? Bogota. Oh, Bogota. Nothing in Bogota. So. Yeah, just four matches there. Maybe something tomorrow, I think. We'll see. Do, 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 do. All right. A little EPL. Mostly because I want to watch some this. this is interesting. I know. It's just I, I wanted to bet some soccer. I hadn't bet soccer <laughs> really since we had the, the second, second tier uh, Turkish soccer last week or whatever it was. Easy so. winner. Easy, yeah. It was two two nil at halftime, and that was your final score. That's the beauty of this. But a uh, little bit of a bet on one of my favorite defensive teams in the entire Premier League, Newcastle. I bet. So anyone doesn't know these acronyms or what? This is both teams to score no. So the game could finish. Nobody has Just to one score. Team scores. Yeah, nobody has to score. You can win this bet if it's 0-0, nil-nil, as they say in the Europe's. Um, you could win this if Newcastle won 17 to nothing. You could win this if West Ham actually pulled the – I believe uh, – I'm trying to look at what the what the odds are. West Ham's not that big of a dog. They are a home dog, plus 260. They could win at home, upset them, and 1-0, and you still win this. But uh, Newcastle, obviously nobody as, is as good on the road – as they are at home, but they have a bunch of uh, clean sheets this year. It is a decent, uh, obviously, like I said, the best defense as far as goal, um, not differential, but what do you call it? Goals conceded, only 19 goals conceded in 27 matches as they sit third on the table. Um, 
yeah, that's better than anybody. City's given up 26. Arsenal's given up 27. They're the only team under 20. That's actually kind of amazing. And then uh, the Hammers, not one of your most prolific scoring teams in the league. Only 25 goals in 27 matches as they sit precariously uh, just above. Um, they actually have the same amount of points as Bournemouth, who is in the uh, the relegation, but they are, I'm guessing, goal differentials. Your tiebreaker in Bournemouth has given up a shitload of goals. So they, uh, I think, a loss here would be pretty bad for their chances of staying up. I'm cheering for Bournemouth to keep doing badly. I have a bet on them to be dead, bleeping last. I need Wolves to start losing as well for some of these other ones. But uh, yeah, West Ham won on Ted Lasso last night, says Patrick. They have never scored uh, the day after being featured on Ted Lasso. So kind of a trend there too. I don't know if that's actually true, but both teams to score. No, I got this at minus 122. Uh, I don't want to brag. I didn't put a very big bet on it, but it moved to minus 123 like five minutes later. So it'll be funny if somebody somebody comes, somebody's going to come in hard on the other side. I did this once on here where I bragged about, hey, I bet something. And then it, you know, somebody steamed it the other way. And by the time the match had started, it was like way far. It had gotten beat to shit against me, and the bet lost by a lot. And this one has to. It's down to minus one twenty. So, <sighs> markets. I just like just go West Ham under a half plus one fifty two. Market, yeah, markets kind of uh, capitulating a little. We'll see what happens here. This one doesn't start till three p.m. Eastern. Please don't watch it. It's uh, it's not going to be very good. Uh, hopefully, Speaking of not watching stuff. Yeah, hopefully it's gonna be bad. Oh yeah, wrapped. <laughs> did you watch uh did you watch the 76ers game the other night though? I did. I watched the Sixers game last night. Uh, you know, the MVP race never seems to be over, but that was uh, you know, that's a great end of the season. Little, you know, um what would they call that in March Madness? A um strength that's a big strength of schedule and a big win for the committee, if you will. Um, yeah, it's gonna help their points. net rating for sure. Yeah, 52 points, um, a big win over Boston, kind of knocked Boston out of contention for the one seed, keeps them a little closer for two. Um, there's a chance. Boston will still finish two, but, uh, you know, it was a great game. But, again, what a mess of a night. And as I look at this list, I said it was the night of big spreads. Last night, tonight, Andy, I want to take a quick look. Um, it's I'm trying to think how many teams are actually on a back-to-back tonight. Um, there's like six. Because, because like there's six, no play. six of the games are uh, somebody. I think uh, Matt Matt complained about that. Uh, not not our Matt, but Hardwood. Paroxysm, yeah. Um, he actually just tweeted out something like this. It was sixteen teams. Ten of them are on a back-to-back. Yeah. Sorry, eleven. Twelve. No, it's twelve. He it's said 12. there's eight oh. games tonight. 16 oh, teams right. play. 12 of those teams are on a back-to-back. The season ends in five days. Again, bang-up job, everyone. Oh, yeah. tired I, legs. Uh, should we round-robin some first-half or second-half unders? It might be that. It might be a good idea start looking at some of these live unders. But um, just one play for me tonight as I look at some of the other games. Uh, you know, Pistons, Nets. The Pistons at home is 11.5-point favorites. That'd be a nice number to take. But Detroit... Everybody, nobody's playing basketball for Detroit. This is a G League team that's out there tonight. Um, 
Pacers, Knicks, the Knicks seven-point favorites, even without Julius Randle. Um, doesn't make as big as a difference as not having Halliburton there for the Pacers. That number looks just about right. The Bucks minus seven over the Chicago Bulls. Looks like a pretty good number again. Everybody kind of in an equally bad situation there. Wizards, Hawks. The Hawks are 11-point favorites. I'd like to play the Wizards, but the Wizards, again, have shut everyone down. There's no Porzingis. There's no Beal. There's no Kuzma. Um, they're not even playing Kispert and Avita at this point. It's it's nobody out there for Washington. It's just a mess. Um, maybe look at it over there if you want something. The Pelicans are five-point favorites over the Grizzlies. Pelicans numbers continue to perplex me, but Memphis hasn't been great the last week. Happy to pass over there. Uh, would like to take the Sacramento Kings plus six, but not sure everyone plays. Played last night. They still do have a chance to catch Memphis for the two seed, but their season's kind of over at this point. So we'll pass on that there. The Clippers. Do you, minus- do you realize you just said Passover and it's Passover today? <laughs> I don't wow. think you meant to do that. I didn't. Just getting that. biblical on our ass. That's now I'm all perplexed. But no, last game I, here, I just threw you for a loop with that, but it cracked me up. The Battle of LA, the battle for the former Staples Center. I don't know what the hell they call it now. It's I'm well, excited about this Staples one. Center to me. Um, Clippers four and a half point favorites. Uh, kind of like the Lakers there as dogs, but not really sure if LeBron's going to play or not. So we'll tuck that one away and get to the one game I actually did bet, and it is an under, Andy. The Boston Celtics host the Toronto Raptors off that loss last night. The total sit at 225. I'm looking at 224 and a half. I had this closer to 220. These teams generally defend each other very well. Take the air out of the ball. The Raptors are good at keeping the Celtics from running up and down the floor. Um, but at the same time, don't really take advantage of some of the chances you have to offensive rebound there. Uh, should be a pretty fun matchup. Curious to see what Boston does. And again, maybe they rest some guys tonight. There could be a chance to miss a few players here. It's always hard to tell again. Be careful tonight. You don't know who's playing in any of these games until about 30 minutes beforehand. But, again, have this closer to 220, 221, even if everybody's in. So a couple ways for this to sort of move our direction. Um, and, again, my number likes this, the under, you know, kind of I look at the past matchups with these two teams. Qualitatively, it looks like a good spot here. So we'll go under 225, Raptors-Celtics tonight. Raptors versus Celtics. I think that's it. It's just, it's weird. We don't have a, I don't know, uh, maybe tomorrow or what day is it? I got to pick my page contest lineup. You got to pick your page contest, but Dan, Dan's going to have to hit us in the chat on this when the actual frozen four starts. I'm not sure if it's Friday or Saturday. So again, last day, last day. No, he took it down so he can type last day for the page contest, because obviously you can't enter once the tournament starts. So if you did enter, if you did get in there pre, you know, masters field being announced, get in there, put your six picks in very easy. Noops is going to do his right now. Just so you, uh, so you see how damn easy this is. You can see it on the screen. There's literally just, there's six listed, six listed. I'm done. You got to go Scotty Scheffler here in the first group. I mean, if you wanted to get cute here, I feel like Cam Smith is the cute pick. What's he been doing in live? Does he have any sort of form? This game's it's hard for this course. He's he played very well here last year, but it's hard to like use any live data because if you found out like, oh, the wins don't matter because they, they just get their big paycheck at the beginning and then it comes out of there. So like winning, we, we discussed this last night, winning on live might actually be bad. Because you've gotten your paycheck already. You don't get any more for winning, essentially. But your caddy wants 10%. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I won. Now i got to write a bigger check to this guy for lugging the bag all weekend. Hey, buddy, it's going to be three quarters of a normal check because it's a three-day event. 
But yeah, I, I don't know. You could get cute. I like just go with Scotty strong off the top. I think you just kind of have to do that. The second group is, is this is a lot of fun. I think I'm going to go Burns. I'm just going to go with the hot golfer here. Um, Max is a good choice. Again, you don't know what you're getting from Dustin. I love that Brooks is there just out of respect for him, but you can't pick Brooks. And it looks like Scott uh, Zal, somebody was mentioned in the chat. Maybe he's a little sick. So we'll go with Sam Burns there. And then the third group, you're not worried about Hideki's neck. We're fine. We think that's okay. Played him to win. I think he wins by 15. <laughs> He wins by 15. Decky. We're going Decky there in the third group. So we got our first three here. The next three. Oh, man. Now, this group is awesome. I get, I get to pick Tiger Woods, Louis Oosthuizen, or I think Bryson. Because at this point, I just want to pick somebody I want to cheer for. So hmm. yeah, I don't you know love I Louis. Can... You've stopped. I know. Him. I couldn't do it, though. I couldn't do it. Tiger. I want to bet Tiger. It just seems like a bad idea. Keith Mitchell. But... Keith Killer Mitchell? Keith. Oh, I mean, it's your, right, your entry. Yeah. Now let's go Keith Mitchell then. You're right, because everyone else is going to pick all those other guys. We'll go with the better golfer there. I went with the last answer. group here. Gooch. Peters. No, not the last group. You have two more. All right, that's right. I got the, the second last group here. It's Kitayama, right? There's not really anybody on that list. Kurt, that's very close. Kurt Kitayama. I don't, I don't hate that at all. He's played good golf this year. And last group, Bubba always plays well here. I don't know what the heck he's doing. He's a this winner. Winners just, win. Winners do win. That's what I'm doing. Give me Bubba. I want to pick Fred Couples. In my heart, I want Fred Couples to do well. The last happy, group is kind of rough. Maybe Bubba. I, See, look at that. I went with you just got to click six names, and you're good to go. Yep, that's. Oh, I got to pick a tiebreaker. What is the tiebreaker? You do have to. So, I, and here's a little tiebreaker event uh, advice. So it is a little confusing what's going on here, but you are you are picking the tiebreak of how many total strokes will the winner use. So you're not saying the winner will be twelve under. You'd, in that case, you would need to say 276 because you'd be right. 12, on, 12 under, you know, 288. 69 so, times four. Give me 276. 276. Yeah. It's somewhere, somewhere in the mid. Yeah, total upper, score for four rounds of the winner, right? Yeah. That, yeah. It's somewhere in the mid 270s. Like it, it's probably not going to come into a, a lot, but you do need to enter it to your entry. And poor Kitty Yama doesn't even get a picture. Get My a favorite picture. thing. Ava Hef says they gave an example for the tiebreaker. I just took that number. No, I, <laughs> someone did I that. How many people are just going to do that? So you, you know, on ESPN for bracket leagues, you have to put a final score in for the final of the NCAA championships, and that happened once where there was a guy who did really well overall, but put like a hilarious tiebreaker in, like you know. 175 to 169 or something for his final score. It's like, this might actually screw this guy over because he was like winning a really big pool or something. They got a little pub. I, I can't remember the exact story, but yeah, take your tiebreaker seriously, guys. Yeah, do the math. It's just going to add four numbers together. It's probably been a while since you've done that, but you can open Excel. Yeah, the winner, There's probably the winner, a calculator yeah. on whatever device you're holding. It's okay. And yeah. yeah, just like your, your stupid math teacher said in fourth grade, when you try to use a calculator, what are you going to just walk around with a calculator in your pocket for your whole life? Uh, yeah. Jokes gotcha, on you. Bitch. Jokes on you. I actually am. Shit. This thing does calculus. So, all right. Well, let's call our day. I need to, uh, I need to go bet some more golf, take care of a few things. And then Mario brothers movie tonight. No big deal. <laughs>